Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help getting sober, you can contact my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. I'm going to hop right into today's episode. And what I want to talk about today is fixing boredom in sobriety. And this is a really common mindset, a really common topic for people who are just getting sober or are at least in the early stages of recovery, maybe you're in your first year or two and you're just bored. You're bored with life. You don't know what to do with your time. And first, I kind of want to touch on what boredom really is. Boredom is a mindset. It is a frame of thinking. It's not that sobriety is equivalent to boredom because if that were the case, before you ever got into drugs, when you were like nine, 10 years old, you, would, you weren't saying to yourself, wow, this sobriety thing is really boring. Like, these are learned behaviors, you know what I'm saying? So we have a perspective that we have been relying on drugs and alcohol for our entertainment or to remove us from our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And when we don't have that, we don't know what to do with our time. So anybody who's sitting at home, staring at the four walls all day, you're going to have a rough time. You know what I mean? Sobriety, really, what it comes down to, recovery is about having the opportunity and the chance to have choices in life again. The truth of the matter is we can do whatever we want in sobriety. It gives us that opportunity. It gives us choices again. When we are struggling with addiction, we don't have any fucking choice. We're a slave to a bag. We're a slave to the bottle, whatever whatever your uh, vice is. You know what I'm saying? So, And think about it, too. If you, if you tell yourself that sobriety is boring, what you're actually saying is that you're missing something in your addiction. Now, ask yourself, is drinking and drugging really entertaining? Is it something that gives value to your life? Is it something that actually takes you away from the boredom? And the answer to that is no. What it actually does is it makes you okay with living a boring life. Towards the end of my using, I don't know about you, but towards the end of my using, it was dark. It was pretty fucking brutal. And I was a rock bottom addict through and through. And there was nothing fun about it. The fun had been long gone. But I still felt like I was going to be missing something if I committed to sobriety. I truly didn't know what sobriety was going to look like. So it was the fear. It was the fear of change. It was the fear of not knowing what's to come and how I was going to get through life that, you know, it it kept me in that place. And boredom was one of those things, you know what I mean? Like I would tell myself, well, what am I going to do for fun? How am I going to socialize? I'm 20 years old. When when I first got sober, I was 20 years old. How am I going to do this? You know what I mean? And I became overwhelmed with questions that I didn't really know how to answer. And that's a big part of the problem. When we tell ourselves that sobriety is boring, and I don't know what to do with my time, and our self-talk is negative and it's pessimistic, this is going to push us towards wanting to drink, wanting to crave, wanting to use. But if you truly look at it for what it is, it's slavery. It's not the entertainment that you picture it to be anymore. Maybe it started out that way. Maybe it was fun in the beginning. But it certainly is far removed from that towards the end. You know, Otherwise, why would you want to get sober? And, you know, that's just what it comes down to. Sobriety becomes an option once it becomes the only option. If getting high and drinking is so much fun, we would never come to the place to, to think about getting sober to begin with. So now that we broke that down and changed our mindset a little bit, you know, a few things that 
really helped me in early recovery was one, self-development. And you might roll your eyes and be like, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I get the gist of it, right? It's not easy and it's not exciting to work on self, but I'm going to tell you why it's important. When you're working on yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, it might not be something that comes to mind that is exactly fun. However, it starts to become fun once, once you're in the process of doing that. When you start to work on yourself and really build your character and build strength in these different areas that you really haven't done maybe ever, you know, or at least in a really long time, it's very rewarding and it's very satisfying. You know? And of course, this takes work, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, like for instance, a big thing for me physically, uh, I, I'm huge into working out. I mean, I, I really, it's a big part of like my coaching. I really think every single person on the face of this planet, whether they're struggling with addiction or not, should be doing some type of physical exercise or exerting themselves physically to build themselves up and, you know, be happy about what you see in the mirror. You know what I mean? But this was a big this was really big for me in the beginning. I remember my first, my, my only job um, during my first year was I worked on an organic farm. And uh, trust me, I was like, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I had never done farming before. I didn't grow up in an area where, you know, where we did farming or anything like that. So I really didn't know what the hell to expect. And I was kind of like, you know, I uh, stuck out like a sore thumb sort of deal. But I, I tell you what, like being outside working in nature and having a physically demanding job every single day, day in and day out from sunup to sundown was huge for me. It really kept me busy. It really kept me present with where I was at. And I started to feel good physically a lot quicker. And I got through the detox a lot quicker than, than I think normal. I didn't really have a lot of post-acute withdrawal uh, symptoms because uh, I think because of the manual labor I was doing. So, you know, when you start to build yourself up physically and you start to feel better, this is going to impact yourself mentally and emotionally as well. When we feel better physically, it impacts other areas. Um, you know, when you start to look, get into self-development and reading books and getting into meditation and things like that, you start to become a different individual. You start to transform and transcend who you are on a fundamental level. And this is what recovery is truly about. And the reason why I touch on this topic first, I know that we're talking about boredom here, and I know that, like I said in the beginning, that this might not you know, get you pumped up and excited, but I'm telling you, as you transform and you start to see changes in yourself, it gives you a different swagger. You move differently, you feel differently, and it opens up so many more doors and opportunities for you down the line. You know what I mean? So this is why I really just hone in on this part because it's important. And the second thing I want to talk about here is you got to try new things. You know what I mean? You got to explore hobbies, old and new, right? Maybe maybe you're a little gun shy and maybe you don't know what to try and what things to do. But, you know, go back to your childhood. What were things that you were truly excited about? What were things that brought joy to you? And for me, a big thing was sports. I've always been a sports fanatic. Um, it's always been an important role in my life. Even when I was using, like I, I was always connected to sports one way or another, right? So I got back into that. I started playing basketball, uh, you know, with friends. I started, um, you know, following sports teams that I hadn't, hadn't followed really. Uh, it, took, it took definitely a backseat to, to my drug use, no doubt, but I started getting engaged 
uh, once again in something that I truly loved. I mean, baseball was my first love. Like, as a kid, I used to sleep with my fucking, you know, a wiffle ball bat and my glove, you know what I mean? So that was something that I got back into, and uh, and it brought me some joy, you know what I mean? It, it kept me busy. It, it kept me focused on things other than partying and, and uh, you know, and it was really healthy for me. So d- don't be afraid to try new things, honestly, you know, get curious, try getting involved with a support group as well. People that have their own hobbies and know how to have fun in sobriety. This is a big thing. It's about getting around people that not only support us in our recovery, but show us how to have a good time. You know what I mean? I remember when I was going to meetings early on, um, I was definitely always the youngest person in the meetings, no doubt about it. I was only 20 years old, but there were a few, there were a couple younger guys who were, you know, in their mid twenties that I really stuck with. You know what I'm saying? There was only a few of them, but they really meant a lot to me and they really helped me out. They, they showed me how to have a good time and, and just got to bond and connect with people and and we just have to have a little bit of proof, a little bit of guidance that, okay, you know what? I can have a good time in recovery. Going to campfires and, and going to the movies and going bowling and enjoying little things like music again, like actually tuning in and listening to, to the lyrics and like just becoming aware, you know what I'm saying? And it really doesn't have to be anything grandiose. And that's what we learn, that's what I learn in recovery. I don't need to be extremely entertained. I don't need all of these things. I just need to feel contentment, you know what I mean? And find the little things in life that I enjoy again. But a a big part of the problem too that I wanna touch on here a little bit is that we're so used to chaos. We're so used to the wild lifestyle of addiction that we find ourselves bored in recovery because we're not used to the quiet. We're not used to not being in legal trouble or, you know, arguments with people in our lives. Like we become addicted to the chaos and the lifestyle. And I kind of can relate to this a little bit. Like I used to, so I used to sell weed and other drugs and stuff like that, um, you know, during my usage to support my habit. And I, I was addicted to that lifestyle. I was addicted to the social aspect, feeling like I was needed, um, the hustle and bustle, the, the making money. And again, I would tell myself that I was, that I was bored. You know what I mean? When in reality, I was really just addicted to the old lifestyle that I used to have because I couldn't accept that it was no longer a way I could live, you know what I mean? And there's definitely an adjustment period there. We're addicted to the chaos and early recovery is about getting away from that chaos and it can be very uncomfortable, you know? So um, trying new things, it's very important. Getting around people that can show you a good time in recovery is another thing we need that, we need bonding. We need to bond with people. We need to have people in our corner. We don't need to have a lot. We don't need to have a million and one friends, but we do need to have at least one or two key people in our corner, right? And the third thing is, is creating a vision that gets you excited. The truth of the matter is, a lot of people don't know this, our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So when you go to a place mentally and think about a future that truly excites you, your mind doesn't know the difference. And this is why people get lost in books. This is why we get lost in, right, our dreams seem very real. And if you really think about 
um, think about a time maybe when you were younger or maybe it was fucking last week. You, know, you didn't need to be younger, but if you think about a time that excited you in the past, you could feel those emotions again. Or if you know that something is coming up, if you're looking forward to plans, you can get excitement just from the visualization of that experience. This is so powerful. Our subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality and imagination. So use your imagination to fuel a future that is truly enticing to you. If you didn't have to worry about money, you didn't have to worry about you know, um, making, a, making a living and, and you weren't concerned about monetary gain, like what would something be that you could hone in on on a daily basis and that you would love to do? This is what I did when I, when I was about five years sober. I started thinking about what would excite me. You know what I mean? I was in a place where sobriety it was way past boredom. I mean, I was miserable in sobriety because I, there was a lot of different areas in my life I wasn't taken care of. So I needed to go back to the drawing board and think about what truly excites me. If I could start over again, what would I do? And I came up with the, with the vision that I... That I I'm living it right now. It all started with a vision. It all started with an idea and really just thinking about shit that I that truly got me excited and I would gladly wake up in the morning and start my day doing. You know what I mean? So it takes work and it takes you know, it's not going to come overnight and we need to be patient and that's okay. But it starts with a vision. Start thinking about things that, that you truly would like in your future. And what's your ideal job? What's your ideal career? Where do you live? Um, what type of relationship do you have if, if you want one at all? Um, you know, what type, of, uh, what type of hobbies and activities do you do on a, on a weekly basis? What do your weekends look like? Um, this is a, it's a powerful tool to use visualization, something that I actually used to do. Um, and I just touched on it before I left the union, my union job. So I used to go to, so I used to go to the gym for a pretty steady period of time. I was going to the gym before work because I just couldn't go afterwards, but I was committed to going to the gym, right? So I would go really early in the morning and I would pretend I would pretend that each time I was driving to work, even though I hated what I was doing for work, I would visualize me being able to drive back to my back to my house or back to my apartment in the future doing something that I love doing. And it sounds silly, it sounds simple and it, and you know, it doesn't sound like a big life-changing um, advice here, but I'm telling you, I would get excited just from that like just from thinking about my future where I wouldn't be driving to work. I would be driving back to my home and start to work on my projects and start to work on making content and coaching people. And, you know, it, it was a very powerful tool for me. And it's something I still do. I still go on long drives. I, to this day, I love driving because I just go and it's like my thinking tank. You know what I mean? It's where I get to... Um, it's where I get to escape from, from reality a little bit and think about my, my future, think about the plans that I have coming up. And this is where a lot of my ideas come from too because it's a, it's a really good way to get in a flow state. So um, that's, that's what I got. You know, that's what I got for you right now. And just, just understand that the boredom thing is it's truly a mindset. If you're going to tell yourself that you're bored, you will be. 
if you sit in your house and stare at the four walls all day, you're not going to have a good time in sobriety. You're not going to feel pumped up about being sober. But remember that we have the option of choice. This is what recovery is truly about. We're capable of doing whatever the fuck we put our minds to. And I truly mean this. I've experienced this. I've lived it. And I've been in bad positions, not just in my addiction, but in sobriety as well. And it was all because of my mindset. So we have to start to look for the good in things in life. And we need to shift our perspective a little bit and start to ask ourselves the right questions and start to focus on what we're telling ourselves and changing it to the appropriate message that we need to be sending our subconscious mind, right? If you're bored in sobriety, it's simply because you're choosing to be a boring person. You know what I mean? And, and that's just the truth. It's just what it is. So um, if, you, if you relate to this and you're struggling and you feel like you need coaching or you feel like you need help, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. That is 203-917-8862. I hope you have a fantastic Friday and enjoy this beautiful weather and I will see you on the next one.